Speaking of being nothing, welcome to the Free Ballers Podcast. Hey. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. John and this Alex is, coming oh, at you live. You or Alex and John. Or yeah. Either However way, you want us to come you. at you. Yeah, still coming at you either way. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, give yourself a pat on the back right away for uh talking to me. Uh, I'm I'm talking to uh, all the free ballers out there oh. um for just simply making it this far into this episode. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's go. You know, uh, you know, I think from a podcast listening point of view, it just feels like the next day. It'll just show a different date on it, though. This, yeah, yeah, this is true. Did that make sense? I don't know. I'm still thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> uh, that's I'm gonna. It's I was like a tr- acid trip. I'm gonna reflect on that for like, like when like, the last episode yeah. ends, it's gonna skip over like months and then hit this episode. But for them, it's just like it, it, for us, it's been months. But for them, it's just like. Oh, it's the next day. I got my car and this is the yeah. next podcast lined up. Or it's like 2042, you know what I'm saying? And they just found out about the shit and they think it's charming in some way. For some reason, they want to listen to it. And it's only been simply just since the last that they finished the last episode. And now they just <laughs> press play on this episode. So guess what, motherfucker, in the future? It's been a while. Okay? It's been a while. <laughs> Damn, uh, man. This person listening knows who won the championship this year or doesn't know and Maybe. still may still yeah. may learn. Yeah, who knows? They probably know how we die. You know what I'm saying? Oh fuck. You're they saying we're gonna know. die? They could we're know. gonna we're gonna well, die. In I hate to break you, but yes, we we will. Oh, oh did I oh damn, I thought I said 3042. You put twenty forty two and you predicted us both dying in twenty years. Oh man, well shit, they could, man. Shit, you never know. I oh, could slip on a banana that. peel, dude. I could slip on oh, a banana man. peel. Anyone Pray, could. Up. First Pray of all, up. Uh, this is a PSA from the Free Ballers podcast. Please keep your eyes peeled out there for <laughs> rogue banana peels. Um, <laughs> these shits don't play. I know it's funny, but try it. Try it on your own. Make sure you're holding on to something stable, but give it Ta-da. a little step. Put a step on a banana peel. That shit is slippery, my yeah. guy. Yeah. Good luck to you, Chief. Uh, uh, you know, stepping on banana peels. If uh, you, you know, you're 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 tempting fate. It's true. It's true. So I try to stay away from those, and um, I'll probably you know be able to meet this person who's listening in 2042. <laughs> Punk ass banana peels. Yeah. Little bitch ass future listener. What if it's like a Blade Runner that's listening to us? Yeah, for real, man bitch ass what if like we what if like we they're like it's a blade runner that's listening to us our podcast and they're they're like i have just realized consciousness or something like that you know what i mean like they're they yeah. like wake up and become human at that point and now they're gonna be like all fucked up and like only care about basketball and like <laughs> fart jokes and shit <laughs> they're always gonna be like this guy bro we haven't gotten to fart jokes yet you know uh, you need to slow down no, it's true. Yeah, I like to talk about all our fart jokes, but we really yeah. may have not even ever made one. So uh, that is Actually, a fact. you're right. That we're, is a we're fact. we're highbrow, I, I guess you would say. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Or so the playoffs are upon us. Feel me? Fuck okay. you! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, um, I've been, I've been busy as hell. 
and I didn't get to see too much of the games tonight. So I would I thought it'd be cool if we start off with John letting me know what the fuck happened in the Celtics and Brooklyn Nets game today. Yeah, man. Let me give you some history. Because yeah. I caught this game while Later. at work. And I caught game one, like kind of celebrating Easter slash watching the game slash celebrating Easter. So I didn't even get to focus on that. I didn't even know who th- that they won on a last second Jason Tatum winner till like that hours later. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. For real. Let's take a second just to appreciate that first game. Cause like, damn, that was probably the best game of all game ones this year so far. I would agree. I mean, you know, they're not a true seven seed really. Right. If you look at them, the way they're built, mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the Celtics. Everybody was were, ducking them too. The like, but the Bucks they didn't were want no part them. of that shit. The Bucks, by the way, yeah, we'll get to. We should get to that too because they avo- did their best to avoid the Bulls and then lost Game Two in their on their own court. So, but hey. Game One, best <laughs> best Game One of uh, of all the Game Ones so far of all the first round series. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. I mean. I I'm I still keep watching that last play, the last offensive play the Celtics had, where they yeah. could have called a timeout, and I would have been mm-hmm. yelling at the screen for Emo Doka to call a timeout. But yeah, ballsy man, that was. But Phil used to do that classically. Uh, Phil Jackson used to do that with all his teams. Not call a timeout and just let yeah, them go. Yeah, because I did it's not like, know that. Uh, um, you know, uh, I guess to quote like on some Jack McKinney shit, like from the. Uh, the, oh, late, the Showtime Lakers show. So right good. Now. So um, good. It keeps the, it, you're still in like the jazz of it all, you know, like the flow of the game, like um, his timeout, if he were to call it, it, it still gives the other team a chance to as well to collect themselves. Whereas if you let them uh, play true. that out, that means you have a player like Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown in the it, being able to make snap decisions like on the fly, like in the flow, you know, like a fish in water. Um, so that's why sometimes I think coaches do that because they they try oh. they like their guys over the other guys in that moment, especially with the ball. Obviously, They're no like, you know shit. What? I Man, trust that you. whole that whole thing that whole diatribe you just went on just blew my fucking mind. Actually, wow, happy that was a funny. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's all about the jazz, man. Uh, you, know, man. you know, you just gotta go with the flow of the water, just like Bruce yeah, Lee man. Kung Kung Fu said. Yeah, yeah, be water, man. Mm-hmm. Damn, you're you like basically described that whole the whole yeah. That was kind of most of my analysis, and you just like just summed it up. Like, uh, I think Emi Odoka has plenty of confidence in Boston's guys or yeah. Brooklyn's guys, which is kind of huge. And then also probably some of that is due to him having worked for Brooklyn previously. And I think he knows how to get under some of their skin. So Ooh, um, a good, good point there that yes, I, haven't, yes. I haven't heard too much about that. I, uh, and he coached them for USA basketball. So he knows, okay. like, he knows how Kyrie gets down. Yeah. He knows how Katie gets down. So, and just um, hell of a job this year, like with the rough start and clearly like that rough start was him kind of like breaking them uh, of shitty habits. That's what it seemed like. I to think me. you're right. Yeah. And then I, once, I, they were ready to play his kind of basketball. Then they fucking, now we're talking about a, you know, a potential champion here, you know? So, fully, excuse me, fully agree, but it was, it didn't seem like um, it was gradual. Like it seemed like they just flicked a switch. Like as soon as the new year hit, they like beat Phoenix and then they just like went on this like uh run right before the all-star break. 
And yeah. uh, but it like it switched like literally with the new year. Like they were just shitty up until the new year. Still had some bad losses at the beginning of the year, but like you're right, yeah, just turned it on and started playing differently, like instantly. So I'm yeah. just, still still is blown away uh to see them where they are now. Yeah, uh, it's a hell yeah, of a season already. It hasn't ended yet. Uh, starting so low and going up so high, you know, and it's still happening, which leads us to the the jazz of Tatum's game winner, which leads <laughs> us to game two, four twenty. Let's go. My God. And I thought, man, my expectations for this game was Brooklyn's going to come out super strong. Right. And of course they did. And they really held the lead for what? Three and a half quarters. Right. Really? Yeah, man. Um, the- and then finally, yeah. And the, the Celtics like looked, they did something that, that is, has, was their, their trouble early on in the season is that they like closed the game. Well, they didn't come out at halftime slow with low, with low energy. They closed a quarter, closed the game, uh, you know, finish off a comeback type of a thing. So um, ton of character there. This must be part of Ime Odoka's coaching. So I just, man, I'm in love. I'm still like just just fired up after this game. Yeah, man, I'm looking at um, if you if you all go on NBA.com and you look at like the box score of a game. There's also like the game charts. And uh, I've been a fan of some of these uh some of these charts and just the stats on NBA.com. Cause man, back in the day, this shit was straight booty cheeks, like just garbage. <laughs> now they really come at you with a lot of fun stuff. And um, uh-huh. the little lead tracker chart, it gives you a good little idea of the, how the game, like uh, the flow of the game. And you can see on that chart for this game that uh, all the way up until about a quarter of the way into the fourth, it's like all Brooklyn. With them like hitting a peak, uh, right before halftime, it's like they got their largest lead, biggest lead, and then yeah. as soon as the second, it, it dwindles dramatically from there. But as soon as the second half starts, it's it's just all downhill, and it's they got two little fights, little spurts in them where they fight back, and then it just tilts completely towards uh, Boston right at the end there, a uh, little bit more than like half of the fourth. Are you a fan of the squiggly line charts that ESPN gives you where it shows you what the lead did the whole game? Like, yeah, uh, it's two lines going from Southwest to Northeast on a graph. I guess I am, but I think I like the way the NBA.com does it because it's like, um, it's like blocks. It's like a rectangular blocks. And you like a clean, clean geometric shape to it. Yeah, it's a little cleaner and, and it kind of looks like a city skyline, so that's cute and fun. Um, but um, yeah, it reminds me of uh, like the little stock ticker charts, like uh, not the oh, line okay. one, but like the bar one. Um, I'm looking at it right now, okay. I never okay, that's different. That's basically oh, it's interesting. Well, this game's particularly interesting, yeah, um, because of Brooklyn having it for basically you know, three and a third quarters. Yeah. And then you can see it's all green after that. Oh, that's yeah. it. I like that. Kind of like that. That's interesting too. It's yeah, pretty like, that's clean simply, and robotic. Simply the lead. But when you, you, you know, the story of the game is in the, in the peaks and valleys, you know, in, like, yeah, uh, exactly. Which like, is why I like the ESPN squiggly lines. Yeah. Like, um, like you can see right there before halftime, the nets had their highest, their largest lead of the game. And then they dropped way down, like real fast, uh, for a second there. Um, so, um, yeah, no, that's interesting. And that's a cute little chart. 
But yeah, uh, Celtics with a 2-0 series lead now um, after sneaking out that first one with that super jazzy play from Tatum. Like, uh, that's got to feel pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're, uh, you know, the intimidating stat that they showed at the end of the game was uh, Celtics uh, 40 and 1 uh, when having a 2 0 lead uh, going into a a best of seven series, I think is how it worked, which is a little misleading, of course, because Boston has that history in the 1960s of being like the most dominant team on the court. So it's like you can't really go by that. But Still, 40 and one is pretty big. And I think in NBA terms, having a 2 0 lead and a, and a best of seven, you're pretty much pretty much square as far as, uh, you know, pretty much going to win the series. But I'm sure if there's one thing they've shown is that their mentality is pretty tough. So they they have yeah. that sort of hungry underdog mentality. And then Ime Odoka has coached that into them. So I'm pretty optimistic. I'm not seeing a sweep, obviously, because Brooklyn's going to be fucking on fire when yeah. they get there. But, um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, they but could they take one out of two in Brooklyn? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. And if they do, it's it's game four because game three is I, I I may just start to count that as a loss to be honest. But I mean, who knows? Honestly, I, I've been both of these games. I've been surprised because Brooklyn could have won both of them. So, shit. Yeah. Um. When you got KD, just KD, honestly, on the other yeah. side then you know this man is going to go out gunslinging and like he could take a couple games just himself like that and then but then on top of that there's Kyrie but it's a good test for the Celtics um I was watching the end of the Bulls game earlier and and I was talking about uh how like uh I was shocked that the Bucks lost to the Bulls um but mainly just because I kind of feel like they're the strongest team in the east as much as it pains me to say that as a heat fan Mm. um like my brain still kind of feels like they have i think they're the favorite for the title um so to see them lose like that i was like kind of shocked but then i was thinking about how uh i don't i don't think i've ever seen a champion that didn't go through like some kind of test, you know, very rarely like one or two do teams out of like decades stick out where they just cruised on in. Um, there's always a, a little adversity there and that tends to like actually help you because it prepares you for when you get to that big final, you know, the finals. Um, hmm. so, um, I think the Nets are now that the Celtics have a 2-0 lead, um, if they could pull this thing out, you know, I think that's a great way to start your playoff run. You know what I'm saying? Like to be I mean to be some, AD and some Kyrie. people some people are saying like the, the team that wins this series could basically just go to the to the finals from the east. Yeah. So absolutely. That's, that's like it's I major. Think so yeah. Too. Yeah, I, I would so slightly, d- just on a side note, just disagree. I don't think the Heat are too scared of the Brooks, to be very honest, just as a side note. Yeah. That's a whole other thing we can get no, into. Man. But, uh, yeah. I don't think the Heat are scared of nobody, but like mm-hmm. uh, as a third party, like uh, I think just uh, my my brain tell, give, I feel like the Bucks have a really good chance because I feel like Giannis is falling into this thing that happens only with players that good where you kind of like, take for granted how good they are 
So it, it, hmm. it used to be like, oh my God, like Giannis Antetokounmpo. And we're all learning how to say his last name and stuff. <laughs> then we all know how to say it. And then now we all know how to say it. And, it. and it's like, of course, of course he got fucking 30 and 18 or whatever. You're like, yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. that shit is still incredibly special. And I don't think <laughs> anyone else really has that. And I think Embiid has that, but he doesn't have as Agreed. great of a team. You know, Giannis has a better team, uh, so and possibly better coach. So yeah, fucking, and, and B like uh, invites and causes drama. I think it, it's sort of accidentally. Um, Giannis accidentally doesn't create drama. He literally does the exact opposite. Like and B like I think he's great player, like best center in the league, hands down. But a part of me like sees him as kind of a dum dum. And he just kind of and he just kind of accidentally creates drama where it doesn't need to be, even though he's had some dramatic players there, Harden, Simmons, obviously. Um, but he kind of accidentally creates some drama too, just it doesn't realize how he's doing it. Giannis, like accidentally, like he's kind of a dumb dumb too, but he kind of accidentally just makes everything way better. Like the vibes around Giannis are so much better. So I think that's why Milwaukee's had more success than Philadelphia in recent years. So but um, I don't know. Yeah. That's probably like an underlying I think, thing. Uh, I feel like they're both. Giannis they're is both, just so like like sweet. Like he's just fun to be. Yeah, around. I, yeah. I feel like they're they're both smarter than they get credit for. And I feel like okay, M- Embiid's uh like the drama that he creates is very calculated. Like uh, he's really? super. Yeah, man. Like he's he's like uh, this man could be like the the marketing manager for he could be have a career in marketing. And like honestly, feel, I honestly feel that way. Like the way he uses Bro. the internet. Like uh, he there's people who have jobs to be able to produce like the content that he does. Like whenever he's being silly. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. He, he's pretty smart about that because uh, I would point out like the whole Ben Simmons fiasco and all that. And the way he handled it, he, he could have handled that a lot differently than, than he did. <laughs> but um, also, which leads me to my other point of like most of the drama he's had to deal with in his career has not been a, of any of his own doing. Like he just so happens to be an outspoken dude, but the shit happening around him has really been the issue like whole time. Like if he was on a different franchise, he I think he'd be like you know, rightfully so like one of the biggest stars, which he is, but I think he'd be even more so like on a, on another team. Uh, Cause he probably would have won by now, but, uh, and then Giannis, I think is, uh, is pretty calculating as well, but he has different goals. Uh, and he's, he's not always just trying to be, be edgy and funny, like Embiid, like, uh, like you said, Giannis is like a sweet dude. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he makes his whole team feel, feel welcome and shit. And like, uh, you know, I mean, this man stayed loyal to the Bucks after everyone thought he could leave. For sure. He looked at all the other options and he was like, no, I want to stay here. And he fucking got the ring. So at this point, that's a success, you know. And uh, so he's coming from a whole different point of view, I feel like. He uh, could actually leave at this point. Nobody would really hate him that much, I don't think. Yeah. If he wanted to, but yeah, which, uh, you know, leads us into that series, which, uh, you know, the bulls were so strong all season 
uh, and then the last couple months due to like injuries and things, uh, they kind of like fell off a little bit and the, the East was a bloodbath, you know, so the seeds, it's I don't still going to be a bloodbath. all that much. But uh, tonight was the first night I seen them play like how they were like a couple months ago. The only difference is a couple months ago, I feel like they were doing this more as a team. Whereas tonight, uh, DeRozan had like 41 points. Like uh, he was on fire. Well, he's like, um, I mean, he's basically revived. I, I don't know. I hate to say the word revived because I feel like he's always been good. Like every year he's been in the league, like from Toronto to, um, you know, to, to now. but like. He, um, yeah, no, he's just been, uh, this, he's revived his career in Chicago. So now he's at, now he's in takeover mode. Right. So he's in playoff, you know, he's from, you know, he's thinking as, uh, as a spur does, right. As a Greg Popovich mode, like you're the guy on the team. Um, Zach Levine's good, but you are the veteran you're in the playoffs. You got to win game. You know, you got to win. If you're the road team, you got to win game game one or two on the road at least right to have a chance in the series in a series where you're probably heavily um the underdog so he took over and uh yeah i mean you saw it from uh jimmy too uh to uh, earlier what was it game one where he or put up 40 something points so yeah game um, two as well actually those are like when you see when you see a veteran do that in the first round or second round third round doesn't matter that's a veteran all-star that knows like this is a must win. I have to take over. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, that's DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, that's true as fuck. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. I was just shocked because like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm of the belief that the bucks are the strongest team and mm. the bulls had been slipping recently. Um, but they, they fucking pulled that one out, man. And, uh, and DeRozan did exactly what he said. Um, the rest of the guys like uh, Vucevic and Levine, they both played extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was like, man, uh, I, I just didn't see. I thought it would be like a sweep, you know, like uh, simply this victory alone kind of makes me feel like, oh, man, like we got a little interesting thing happening here. And uh, if any fan of a rival East team would only like this, you know, because it's like going to make it like harder, you know, like let's get it, let's get a, a little series going here. Also, it kind of um, wouldn't surprise me if Milwaukee just took the next two also. Like it wouldn't like that, that, that wouldn't surprise me if that happened, to be honest. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, they could, they could easily just close out the series. I feel, I feel mm-hmm. they could just not look back from this and this could be like kind of a wake up call. However, nice old gentleman suite. Yeah. However, um, I'm I'm seeing that uh, Chris Middleton has has an injury. Um, yes, that's big. That's really big because if he's out for a little bit, that that hurts. That takes away what I was saying. You know, like um, Giannis versus Embiid or whatever. Like I I think they both they might be the two most special players in the entire NBA. But Giannis has a fucking squad around him. Like Drew, <laughs> Drew Holiday and Chris yeah. Middleton. And uh, also Brooke Lopez, man. Like, I think Brooke Lopez deserves Stupid his flowers yeah. before his career <laughs> is done. Be- Dude, he's the all-time career leading scorer for the for the Nets. I'm talking the whole Nets franchise. Like, uh, really? Brooklyn Nets and New Jersey Nets, wherever the fuck the Nets were. Uh, before that it's Brooke Brooke Lopez. Lopez yeah man and it's Wait because uh he was there during some dark times man like uh when they had like uh they traded for Darren Williams 
and like just shit didn't really go that well. And uh, yeah, man, he's the he's the all time leading scorer for the Bonance. Uh, Kyle Kuzma of all people tweeted about this the other night. People forget that not too not that long ago, just a few years ago, Brick Lopez was like uh, one of the most. Uh, he was definitive low post center guy. Like, give it to him in the post. He's going to, he, all his whole night would be right there, like two feet from the basket. And nowadays he's fucking Splash Mountain, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think he deserves uh, his flowers, man, because uh, he was out most of the year and the Bucks, they look like shit. And uh, he came back. And has been pretty dominant, I would say, in every single minute of basketball that he has played. And that's hard to do when you've missed time like that. Like a whole, basically a whole season for the most part. Uh, But yeah, Nets, uh, Nets owe a lot to to Brooke Lopez, man. He he did his thing in the... Because they've had like, they've been around since like the 70s, I feel, right? Like early 70s or something. Um and shit, they've had like I don't know. Didn't Dr. J play for them for a while? I think, uh, or maybe that was in the ABA or something. But like uh, Vince Carter, uh, I'm trying to think who else could possibly be like, uh, who's the uh, Rip Van Winkle? What was his name? The dude that was like uh, the the Great White Hope. What was his name? Who am I thinking of? Van shit. Horn, Van Van. Uh, they had uh, man, the Great White Van- Hope. She, I'm drawing a blank, but God if you're thinking of Keith Van Horn, uh, Keith Van Horn, sorry, I get, I get a blank on him on that because he also was in Philly and uh, like, uh, being from South Florida, like the shits, that's all clustered up in the same area to me. You know? <laughs> and he bounced around all around there. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They, yeah. That's they're pretty close actually. Actually Philly yeah. and New Jersey are super close. Yeah. You're but, right. Dude. The, the Nets started in 1967. So, uh, yeah, and um, they always have been in New York. They were New Jersey at their start in the ABA. Then they were like New York. Then they were back to New Jersey. And then, Jeez. you know, the Brooklyn Nets that we know. And so, yeah, Brook Lopez, man, all time leading scorer of the Nets. Uh, That's interesting. Back on his name, man. He's seriously, been, he got that ring last year. And, um, Man, like I, I feel like he's so important to that team and everything they do. That if you took him away, I wouldn't feel the same way about them. Like, uh, which now that we're talking about Chris Middleton having like a, I think he's got like a sprained MCL or some shit. Yeah, it's Brad, bad. That ain't good. That's worse. That's where he's it's just as, he's just as special as as fucking Brooke Lopez. Except I would he's say scoring he's more like special. a lot yeah. of points, Brent. Man, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's, um, it, it's not good, but, um, ugh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I just feel like it's really tough for, I, I don't know why it just feels tough for, for Chicago to, to see me pulling, to see them pulling this out. But I mean, I don't Let's know. Die. Let's get, <laughs> it seems like you really want Yeah, them I agree. No, I, I just want it to be a good series because I think I expected the Bucks to like dominate them. So just them showing like signs of life is like, let's go. You know let's what go. I mean? Like, because uh, I'm a heat fan. So I want, I want everybody else to have a harder time. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah. 
I mean, um, I, I was going to say, like, the winner of that series technically pay, plays the winner of the Boston-Brooklyn series, and so I haven't even been paying attention. But now, like, I, well, I would love if Chicago wins, now that, now that you think it. Yeah, Boston's or if kinda, they could push it to six or seven, you know? Yeah, if, or just if, give Milwaukee a tough time. Yeah, yeah. So they're, so maybe Boston has some rest time, and um, whoever wins this series will have just played, like, two nights before or some shit. That's, and um, that's, to say that Boston might have rest time is even kind of crazy to think about. That's but yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Let's go though. You yeah. Know Let's go. Like, uh, yeah. No, I like it. Okay. You gotta have the guts. You up 2-0. You got that's this. That's true. I, I know it's tough to lose when down 2-0, but I'm sure. Yeah. Famous last words. Celtics are, are sneaky good though. You know, like that, that first part of their season really puts a, a veil over the whole thing. If you take that away, they're like the best fucking team. So it's like, uh, yeah, I know it's weird. It's it weird to like say weird. that, but yeah, it's very um, it's, weird. It's one of the biggest turnarounds, to be honest, since the heat did that, uh, Oh, and 41 and then 41 and Oh thing or whatever. That this they guy. Did. That was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't 41 and no, that would be like, stop the press. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's like as would Oh, and 41. I yeah. Think. That's like best running streak of all time or something. Yeah. yeah it was, so. uh, it was like 41 and 10. Uh, and then before that, it was t- yeah, they went 10 and four. I don't know, some bullshit like that. Y'all know, let's go, <laughs> let's, go. let's go, heat up 2 0 against the Hawks. Let's go, hell yeah, yeah. The first, I thought, uh, I thought it was gonna one. go seven games, man. Get out of here, man. The, <laughs> the first game of the series was a complete just blowout, you know, like, um, yeah. The they rested their their guys in the in the waning minutes of the game, Not and good, um, but Jimmy Jimmy was doing his thing. Uh, it was I think it was the worst game of Trey Young's career. Don't quote me on that, mm. but I think numbers wise, it was like efficiency wise, he's never shot that bad, and um, they clearly were like trying to stop him, and um. Jimmy kind of had a very quiet, like 20 something. And then, uh, but Duncan Robinson had came out and broke, uh, his own record, uh, for th- heat threes made in a playoff game. I think the previous record was seven, which he Eesh. already had like three times, like tied himself. And he broke it uh, with like, I think he hit eight or uh, he was either eight of nine or nine of 10, one of the two. Interesting. And, um, there's so a lot of guys he, in Heat history that could have that record. Oh yeah, but his his last couple seasons have blown away every single other person. Um, For three pointers, that, yeah, that has a lot to do with his talent, but it also has a lot to do with uh, the pace of the modern game. You know, uh, Pat Riley mm. would fucking uh, cut you if you shot more than t- if you shot ten yeah. threes in a game. He would fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, you're gone, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but the game is different now, so I think a big part of it is that. But uh, Duncan having the most points on the team uh, after being relegated to like a bench role uh, that gave them like a, a ridiculous boost. And uh, like Tyler, who had was pretty much like, like the first half of the season, Jimmy led the team in points. Uh, I think if you were to look at it, the second half of the season, Tyler was like the leading scorer and he has yet to show up in this series. Like both games, he was kind of quiet and, um, but in that game one, he he was having a bad game, and uh, it was basically Jimmy and Duncan and uh, collective effort really like the no one really stood out, stood out and they they steamrolled him. Uh, game two, 
was uh, the Hawks came out with a much better game plan than they did before. And they made it more of a game. Uh, it was still kind of, they could have won, you know, like in the fourth quarter. But uh, Jimmy, man, he had 45. He put a stop to all that shit. Yeah, he's got um he's got like an agenda it looks like. Like he's 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 uh he's very very all in, I guess. Is 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 isn't that typically his like thing? Like he says he's all in or is that like a heat or is that, is that like his coffee company's like slogan or some shit? I don't even know. Um yeah. <laughs> Big Face is his coffee Big face. company. But Yeah, um, but I thought that's no. what their slogan was like we're always all in or some shit like that or no, his personal he, slogan. He got roasted cuz last season he he said that he was quote stupidly locked in and uh, yeah. then and then they just got their ass whooped like <laughs> he played terrible uh so i think that might be what you're thinking of but he's definitely uh he he's funny man because uh hashtag ever, heat culture ever since he showed up to miami it's like his jump shot disappeared and um, like you can look at it, like his stats, you're gonna see like a, a crazy drop from once he's on the heat. Mm. And a lot of people point to a wrist injury suffered. I feel like I've talked about this on the pod before, mm-hmm. but um, anyways, basically, we don't really like when Jimmy Butler shoots threes. Like as Heat fans, <laughs> it's a rocky like roller coaster of a ride. And uh, this season in particular has been terrible dude like Hmm. he it's like Shaq shooting a three but you don't (laughs) want him to shoot a three dude he's he's shooting uh i i I don't have it in front of me but if i were to look i wouldn't be surprised if he's shooting like 80 percent on threes like for the playoffs as soon as the playoffs start Hmm. this motherfucker he turned into like ray allen like uh (laughs) and uh yeah man like uh if you would have told me Jimmy had 45 in a, in this playoff game and he only went to the line like 10 or 11 times, uh, I would not have believed that shit because uh, he gets so many points off free throws. For him to have 45, I would have thought he had like 20 free throws like in the game. Um, but now, nah, man, he, he is on a mission. He's looking clean. He's looking uh, spry and uh, super efficient. Um, and if his offense is popping, he really is a, a lethal player, man. Cause there's his, that's the thing with him. Like uh, his offense isn't always cooking like that. And, uh, but when it is, you bet also have his defense, which his defense is uh, like all NBA level, I would say. So it looks like Spolster kind of was hiding this or something. Like we all, I mean, we've known Jimmy could always do this for, for a minute now. Like he's been, the, he was this guy in Chicago. Um, he's the reason why Philly went after him is he's a guy who can score points prolifically if he wants, but I think he's, he's taken on this new thing with the heat when he went there, where he's trying to round his game out, which is fine. That's but true. He, yeah. But, but these 40 point games shouldn't be a surprise, honestly, to anybody. He's always had this ability. It doesn't, I mean, I, I'm glad, I mean, for you, I'm glad he's doing it, but I'm, I'm just, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. It feels like yeah. I feel like Spolstra maybe um, during the season is like, Hey, look, you know, let's, let's, let's round out our game a little bit. Let's make sure we focus on 
defense and being the captain and all that. Cause he is the captain basically. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, and I think he's like, uh, he's like, well, let's let him off the leash now because we're in the playoffs and like, it's kind of now or never or something like that. Maybe he feels that way. So yeah, I don't know. you're, you're probably right about that, man. Cause, um, and it's true that, uh, people shouldn't be surprised. Cause if you look at the finals, like in the bubble, his numbers in that series are like a uh, all timer type shit. Like mm-hmm. he had two triple doubles in two victories. Uh, I heard somebody on ESPN say that it was a five game series the other day. I was like, Oh my God. Like, uh, the even Lakers like a, series. Yeah. That, that old oh, final okay. series uh, from yeah. the bubble. Um, that was a six game series with a crippled ass heat team. Like if they were yeah. healthy, yeah that I really feel like that would have been a lot more interesting, but anyways, Jimmy held it the fuck down. He had some beastly meaty fucking chunky soup ass triple doubles in the, <laughs> in that finals. So yeah, no, it's true. People shouldn't be surprised, but he did say that, uh, even though they won, uh, game one, uh, he said that the coaches after the game, like some of the assistant coaches were telling him, like, don't forget like that. You're the guy, you know, like on the team and that like you could go, you could, you could take over like if you want. Um, Cause he, I guess maybe in their eyes uh, for them to be telling him that maybe they felt like he was being a little too passive. And um, so, yeah, man, he came out in game two and dropped 45 um, just like, uh, you know, DeRozan came out and dropped 41 to beat the Bucks. Um, got some juicy little little series happening. The the Philly Toronto series, uh over. Yeah, that one's not it's that over. exciting yeah. to me. Um, I, I think the Philly has it in the bag. They're up 3 0. This was the probably the the closest game, if I'm correct about that. I think this was you the are. closest yeah. game of this uh most of the game they had it and they, they let it slip away in the end. But yeah, that's like I'm like mildly surprised that Toronto's let it get to, get to three o uh, or o three I should say to be honest, but they've kind of yeah. they have there's a weird thing about them where they're a little bit delusional about who they are and who's on their team and how good they actually are type of a thing. Um, yeah, Nick Nurse, as you said, helps out a lot, but um, yeah, I kind of expect I expected a little more fight than this to be honest, but the fact that they're down three o I'm like eh, it's it's fine like they kind of have no center right now and Joel Embiid is just feasting so mm-hmm. that, that's all that is yeah yeah that that one uh I think is a wash they'll have to play uh you know the winner of uh Miami Atlanta um and then yeah you know Chicago we talked about that Chicago with a gutsy as victory in game two to tie the series I I honestly didn't expect that I thought that series could possibly be a sweep. No disrespect to Chicago, but they got some hurt players and they haven't been playing their best. And uh, Milwaukee has fucking Giannis and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of here. Um, yeah. Playoff experience. Yeah. But maybe championship get, experience uh, more spicy because, uh, you know, DeRozan and Levine and Vucevic, they're, they're no joke too. If they could wake up a little bit after this victory, maybe we got something there. Um, I'm not anti-spicy, that's for sure. I recently, yeah. older I get, the more I like little spice. Like I've gone from a medium to a hot with my salsa. Hell yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, it's a progression. That's a progression right there. It is. Or my tongue is just dead. Just done. <laughs> that shit is burnt, <laughs> dude. That shit is it's just like a... seen enough. <laughs> 
It's like, I just need to feel pain to feel anything at all. <laughs> okay. my, my, my tongue's like rubbing like a wet sponge over its bald head. Like he's fucking in <laughs> Yeah, your tongue now. is fucking Bruce Willis and Die Hard and shit. <laughs> You're eating another taco. It's like, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, it's um, Jesse Ventura and Predators. Like, just ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, But yeah, uh, your tongue still uh, should pay attention to the Nets Celtics series because even though y'all are up 2 0, I think there's still some spice there. You know what I mean? Brooklyn's going to get spicy. uh, Yeah, there's still some spice there. And then, uh, you know, I don't want to get cocky, but I don't think there's too much spice left in the Heat Hawks series. Mm. But I do think that the Hawks are good enough to not get swept. You know what I'm saying? So I do oh, yeah. foresee like a Trey Young game where he just, you know, everything's going great and he does his little shimmies and booty shakes and shit and everybody's happy. It could be uh, this next one. It could be. It could be. I, I, I think they're good enough to do that. But um, I still think uh, it's heat, uh, heat and five, like, and that's being a gentleman. Um, <laughs> it's weird, man. I don't think, like, Trey Young, like, I guess he prefers the spotlight. Like, when he played in New York, he had, like, no problems just, like, silencing the crowd. But, like, man. if it's a small, smaller market, I should say, than New York. Nah, and man. Like, uh, that's no? because of the players on the court, man. The, the oh, Heat shit. were not going to let this man go in there. And do his little shimmies and shakes and shit. Like, absolutely. <laughs> okay. not. They will, you'll get hurt before that happens. And it, and it, that's not going to be good neither. Like, not proud of that. But uh, that's just not how it's going to go down. In my so, so Kyle Lowry's on him, right? That's, that's who's guarding him up. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, Jimmy. Yeah. And oh, Jimmy, yeah. I assume. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of Kyle, though. A lot of Kyle, a lot of Gabe okay. Vincent. Gabe Vincent, uh, <laughs> low key. Don't sleep on this man's defense. He's a little guy, but uh, he—he's a pest, man. He's a fucking pest. He's like uh, that Jose guy in uh, New Orleans that hides out like in the corner of the court. Uh-huh. And yeah, did you see Chris Paul? Did you see Dude. Chris Paul tell him like, "Man, get your ass down the court"? <laughs> did you see that shit? You, they I lost, but still, uh, last yeah. night they played, and uh, it was like crunch time. And uh, you know, it's the fourth quarter. the The Pelicans are winning miraculously, and oh, Chris Paul's walking. Yeah, yeah. The Suns get the defensive rebound, pass it to Chris Paul. He's you know he's you know, three quarters court, maybe Chris uh, or Jose Alvarado's waiting the whole time, which by the way, just got added to the Puerto Rico national team. Like let's guy. Let's oh, guy. did he? Yeah. Nice. I, I, w- I wasn't sure if he, if he was Puerto Rican or not, but some, I was like, man, he's Puerto Rican. Like I was looking yeah. at him. I was like, man, come on, man. And uh, so that was nice to find out. If I tried he looks uh, but, like my people, man. I don't know. Do you, like, see, do you know if I were to say something, I was like, this guy looks Puerto Rican. Like, coming from yeah, me, no, that's that'd like, be fucked oh, up. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, no. Who do you think you are? <laughs> that's why I wasn't sure, you know? Like, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I didn't just know he was, but I had a feeling. But anyways, he's on, he's Puerto Rican. He's on the Puerto Rico national team. He does his little thing where he waits right there on the baseline. Uh, this one was fun because I've normally seen him do it on the inbound. 
This time it's off a defensive rebound. And Chris Paul is, he's fucking Chris Paul. He's the point God. So he knows the whole time that dude is there. And he just turns over to him. He's like, man, get your ass up down the court. Like he, uh, he motions for him to just go. And Jose Alvarado is like, all right, man. And he actually goes. (laughs) But the Pelicans won. The Pelicans won. I watched the end of that game last night. That shit was crazy. Like uh, um, Brandon Ingram, man, uh, long boy. Just out here, slender man, uh, just wetting up these jumpers. Now, Brandon Ingram is uh, is um, I still feel like he doesn't get talked about enough, even though like Twitter fans are like all in on Brandon Ingram, um, especially the when he was on the Lakers. But uh, no, it, when he does this, it doesn't surprise me. But but New Orleans taking a game surprises me a little bit, even though it I does. think Booker was out for most of this game um, for Phoenix. But that's true. Uh, but that shouldn't matter. I don't feel like even though it, it's a one eight. So I feel like Phoenix, uh, like they still should probably be up two Oh, but they are not. So yeah. yeah so they're playing around, man. They're playing around. New Orleans uh, in, in, in score boxes, they just look like, Nope. Yeah. They're like, Nope, you ain't going to nope. sweep us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to win this game. What, why isn't Zion like? Uh, where is he? Like, why? I know he's injured, I guess, it's but so then I keep weird, seeing dude. video of him doing three sixties. Like, exactly. well, what is up? I guess there's like a like a discrepancy between uh, the team and him. Like, I think uh, it almost reminds me of like a Kawhi type situation. Oh, uh, no, when San Antonio. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like uh, Benita Betrayal on In Living Color. Like, you didn't hear it from me. And that's a <laughs> dusty reference. I had to go Dude. to to say that shit. But um, you dug, like, there will be blood. Like, you're just like, uh, you're yeah. putting in, like, dynamite and shit. You, you really buried that one. Yeah, I got to bust out the Swiffer, you know what I'm saying, to dust that <laughs> thing up. Um, so I wouldn't. You know, take this with a grain of salt because you're hearing yeah. it from me, which I'm telling y'all, you did not hear this from me. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think there's a discrepancy like in the with his whatever injury it is. I think his he has people saying he's ready to fucking play, whereas the team is like, nah, <laughs> like we ain't trying to do that right now. And um, okay, it's it's mysterious because. We're watching them take game two against the probably the best team in basketball. Uh, could if you throw Zion into that, now mm-hmm. we're cook now we're cooking with something. And it's like, sure, maybe we won't win the championship, but we got fucking Zion. So we maybe we will one day. So maybe we should like start learning how to do that a little bit. <laughs> like uh it's I don't weird know. though, because the bottom of the West is so weak, like just like I say if he's ready, put him in. Like just they plow could, through, man. Yeah. Just do something. Yeah. Make some noise. And then, then maybe you like snag some, you know, some players uh, you know, that are that are looking to win now or something. And they're like, oh, if you join the Pelicans, maybe you can win now. So damn, I don't know. Yeah, I think the Pelicans, once they knew his injury situation, I think they were ready to just uh tank this season. And get the sweet, sweet any pick or whatever they could get. I don't even know if they have their own pick. They probably do. Um, But, um, like, I think they were trying to throw this season away. And But their players are too good. And then uh, at the same time, they're positioning themselves to have a competitive team 
next year, like for Zion to play with. So they did things like get CJ McCollum, which he is fucking awesome. I love so, that move. Yeah. yeah. He has been a godsend for them, especially that they don't have Zion. Um, I think he's been better than they expected him to be actually, as far as yeah. just contributing to wins. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a shame that he went from the Blazers to the Pelicans. Cause I think he's a really good player. And uh, both of those teams don't get a lot of attention. And Blazers and Pelicans. Yeah. If he was yeah. on a team, super small that, markets. Yeah. If he was on a bigger, uh, you know, media team, media market team, uh, people would know like, uh, he, he's good as fuck. Like there's plenty of those, uh, games where he outplays Dame on the Blazers and wins them the game. But, uh, all we know about is Dame, you know, like, but yeah. CJ, Dame, Dame's, I mean, Dame's one of the, I mean, when he's playing is like one of the top five best players in the league. I feel. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's easy for McCollum to get overshadowed, but, um, yeah, but you're right. No, he's, uh, he's one of the better. That was, that's one of the better two or was at least the better, uh, two, uh, duo like swing, swing, man duos in the league. Yeah. Hell so. yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, that series is one, one, but you know what I'm saying? I think we know how that's going to go. Like, uh, the sons are gonna, they should take care of business there. Gentlemen, sweet. Um, yeah, they, they should do that, uh, pretty easily. I think, um, I'm, I'm shocked that they lost that game. Then you got um, Dallas and Utah. Uh, Luca getting hurt like in the last fucking game of the year. Probably that shouldn't have been out there. But then the Mavericks, led by fucking Brunson, they pull out a crazy game two victory. Um, Brunson went off. I think mm-hmm. he had like 40 or some shit. Uh, 41, maybe. I can't remember. But uh, now that series is tied 1 1. And before the end of that series, Luca could come back and uh, shit. What do you think about that, man? I, I, you I know, think the Jazz have like some turmoil going on. And that's they why do, they do, which is why I would have said Dallas just had this with Luca on the court. But then Luca went out. And so I was like, well, Utah's definitely got this. And then Dallas like did this with Brunson. And I'm like, okay, well, Utah is really messed up. So like, I'm there's like this, this whole series, well, it's two games in, but it has me on this like weird roller coaster. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like I, so now I think, I think Dallas could still pull it out, even though they don't have Luca. Um, but it also wouldn't surprise me if Utah actually won it just because Luca's not there. There's a weird, like in between yeah. where I just can't figure out which, which side I'm leaning to. Yeah, I thought it was going to be straight boring and the Jazz just steamroll them because no Luka. And that's how the Mavs got here with just playing on some pure Luka shit. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Brunson, man, that was that was a huge game for his career. And um, he's been uh, he's been Luka's like sidekick like this whole season. And he, right. he held it the fuck down. Uh, I think if Luca comes back, I think that's their only hope, though. I don't think they could do this every night. You know what I mean? Dallas does have one of these. Um, it's a very unique uh, stat that I recently saw, but like their entire offense has to go through Luca. Like, there's no way he um, he can be on the court and their offense can run the way it's supposed to. Like, they did they did like some sort of stat where they looked at, like all the plays where like Luca touches the ball the most, and like he it, it's it the offense runs through him. 
more, more than like any other team in the league. No other, yeah. te- no other team has like an offense that runs through just one it's guy. Probably like usage. That. He probably has like that. Yeah. usage. His right? usage if is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But he's actually efficient on like, uh, like he other is. players we've seen do that. Like, uh, Westbrook, you know, he, he's had some of the highest usage rate seasons of all time. I think his MVP season is the highest usage season of all time. Um, is that true? I think so. Like, again, you didn't hear that from me, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, why don't you go, all y'all just Google it, stimulate your mind a little bit. Maybe you learn something like on the journey, but probably honestly though, probably it probably is. I think it is. <laughs> like, uh, um, But Luca does high usage, but he's like crazy efficient, man. Like he gets things going. Um, for now, you know, like um, it, you could argue that as Westbrook ages, that's what's hampered his ability to, to do that. And maybe the old man Luca won't be like this. But for now, hope not. For now, he's that dude. And uh, yeah, I think if he comes back, they they could do this. Yeah, I think they're. I don't. Know, I, I mean, I don't know if it helps them for this season, anyways, to bring him back. Like, I don't. I think being the four seed they probably aren't going to win it. They had no chance to winning it anyways. So if he stayed out, like it's kind of cool. Cause they were just going to, they were just going to lose, but um, going in the future, they, he needs some help. He needs some better support there. Somehow they needed to like, um, I mean, the yeah. coaching is, is good, but they need to really, something needs to happen there. Like a, some kind yeah. of big shakeup. Cause they got to lock him down and make sure he sees that there's like a future there. I think they learned a lot this season because uh, they were trying to do the whole like him and Porzingis thing. And then they ended up going away from that and trading Porzingis. It never looked good ever the whole time. They they nope. just didn't like each other and they their games didn't fit together. And uh, going full Luca, like you would have thought there would be... Um, some drop off there as they have to readjust the team to being like all him all the time. But, but they ended up getting the fucking four seed, you know, like, uh, yeah, there was a point in this season where that seemed like a, a long shot. Like they weren't doing that good, but, um, I gotta say with the East, I mean the East, the West there, it doesn't really seem that intimidating like it used to. Um, if he hadn't have gotten hurt, uh, I would, he had as, cause he's such a good player. Uh, they could, they could, they could go as far as he takes them, you know? So, uh, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Now that he's hurt though, it's a little different, but yeah. Do you think they assumed that like, because Luca and, uh, Chris Stops are both from like the same general area of Europe that they think that they would just like, automatically get along no (laughs) i I hope not too actually they're from like two completely different countries they they are (laughs) no no uh, they are but like they but like that general area of europe people are just like ah it's one of those guys from over there type yeah for real shaq's like yeah uh, like (laughs) ah you're russian yeah Uh, (laughs) shaq's all mispronouncing their names and stuff and just doesn't care they're like He's like doing this shock in the fool. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like number four, Chris stars, pours a gamba. And he's just yeah. like, oh, come on, you, you can say it. You know, you can say his name. Come on. Yeah. Let's we not should be really Shaq gets Shaq gets a pass. Cause he's Shaq and everybody loves he is Shaq. Funny. And he's funny, but it's like, man, we need to elevate it beyond that. Especially cause uh, <laughs> 
the NBA is quite worldly these days. So it's yeah. like, um, we're actually exposed. There's some people who like never left their hometown type shit. And uh, if you're in May, they're watching the NBA and they get to see players from all around the world. So we should like embrace that. Like, and fucking know that Christoph Porzing is from Latvia and Luka Doncic is from Slovenia, yeah. you know? And, and even that some... right there, whoo, that's like a, yeah. that's a lot to ask. <laughs> like, uh, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, just be open to it. <laughs> um, I mean, can you imagine somebody like when Dikembe Mutombo first got drafted in the league and like somebody, some white guy on sports center mispronounced his name. They, oh, you son of a bitch. And they were yeah. just like, uh, you know what I mean? Like it would go, it would not go over well, but like. Chuck's uh, I mean, I feel like we give Shaq more of a pass than Chuck and I, well, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, we give Shaq more of a pass than we give Chuck, and Chuck deserves more of a pass too. Yeah, because he's got yeah. like an actual accent. He's got to fight. Yeah, I think um, some of the younger guys, as they start to take the place of those dudes, they will have played in a league with a lot more players from European. around the world. Yeah, and probably things will be different. You know, like they'll actually. It won't just be. You know, like man, oh hell, like I don't know. <laughs> like it'll be like, uh, <laughs> like no, like that's fucking, uh, uh, that's fucking Furkan Korkmaz. You know, like that just like and credit no. and credit to Ernie Johnson who can get their name right every like a hundred percent of the time. He's never messed up a name. Yeah, Ernie holds it down. He holds yeah. it down. Still though, um, how do you pronounce the name of the redheaded dude on the Hawks? Uh, Kevin Herter. Are you talking about it's Kevin just, Herter? It's Herter. Yeah, Is that how you yeah, say it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he, that's grade A American, baby. I'm pretty Is sure. It? Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> there's USDA. Like a, there's a, <laughs> there's a, <laughs> that's prime beef right there. He's got like an extra E in his name, though. So it I didn't is, know there was yeah. like something I was missing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. To, I don't know where he's from, to be honest, but I'm pretty, okay. I'm pretty, I like him and, uh, he, fun fact, he wears number three because he likes D Wade. And, Is that true? Uh, yeah, and then when D Wade was doing the ridiculously prolonged last dance thing or whatever the fuck, what was it? Um, the uh, I think it was so like one last dance. He called it one last dance. It just feels weird now because the Jordan documentary came out after it's called Last Dance, <laughs> but he he called his last season one last dance, and Old every. Move. Every game he was he was giving his jersey to another player, like in exchanging jerseys and then taking their jersey. You know what I'm saying? And That's uh, right. Everybody thought that for sure when they play the Hawks, it's gonna be Trey. And he shocked everyone and he picked Kevin Herter. And uh and it was because he found out like that Kevin Herter um was a big fan of his and stuff. And um, That's cool. And low key, if you watch Kevin Herter, man, the he's got game. He's like he's a really oh, he good does. player. He's yeah. a really good player. Um, um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's just straight up American. <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you this: There's one guy on the Hawks and another guy on the Utah Jazz, and they both have basically the same name, but they're different. Can you can you tell me which one's which? Bogdanovich. Um, I believe Bogdan Bogdanovich plays on the Hawks. And uh, honestly, both bogeys, they don't play. Like, both of them dudes, I'm pretty sure they're not even related. And uh, they are very good basketball players. But, yeah, Bogdan, 
Bogdan is on the Hawks. Um, yeah, and Kevin Herter was born in Albany, New York, for what it's worth. <laughs> and, he, and he's motherfucker's only 23 years old. So all uh, he had to do is put an extra letter in his name, and I think he's foreign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. It it doesn't help that he's a redhead white guy. Ooh, so like that, that already got, that boy's got too many vowels. Where 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 are you from? <laughs> that's true, for real, for real. <laughs> Oh shit! That's the E. It's the E in there. You putting them oh, extra vowels in there. So, where, where are you from? Slovenia. No, but um, yeah, you got Bognin on the Hawks, and, and then Boyan uh, is on the Boyan is on the Jazz. Yeah, damn. Um, fucking, those are some. That's a. That's like a. That's a real hard one. Uh, because they have basically the same names. Yeah. 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 Um, it honestly, that was, uh, unfair though, because I just, uh, rec- you know, the heat are playing the Hawks. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, I know this right now, you know, and you know, like, about uh, Herder, Herder's oh, name yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, both questions. I have an odd um, <laughs> amount of familiarity. <laughs> this guy, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta say, uh, speaking of Charles Barkley, um, the older I get, the more I appreciate both his past and where he is now, actually. Like I used to not like him as much, but uh, the older I get, the more I appreciate the player Charles Barkley and the uh, color man. Yeah, Charles man, Barkley. he's a he's a gift to the earth. Like, uh, <laughs> it's crazy, man. It it's crazy to me. Um, like uh, some the people are, gets. some people are just special. Like, uh, no, it's just crazy to me how special some people are. Like, you got to think about where he is in our whole lexicon and like everyone's minds yet this man never won a championship he didn't you know what i mean like um there's not a lot of players that are like that you know he's just a special dude like he could have been a fucking uh harmonica player and we probably know who he is just because (laughs) you can't miss him you know what i mean like he's a fucking he's just a special dude like around uh, mound or rebound, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah. he could go real quick to Krispy Kreme and just pick up some donuts, <laughs> and like everyone's gonna remember that shit, even if he <laughs> never played basketball and he was just that guy that lives down the street. Like he's a, he's a spectacle. Doesn't he uh, just do that all the time, anyways? Go up to Krispy Kreme and just randomly grab yeah. donuts. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, okay. it's an apt yeah. uh, <laughs> example, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I feel the same way. Uh, He's a. They showed a quick little clip of him. Like, well, oh yeah, of course. Uh, I'd say top five best power forwards to ever play in the league. But um, he, uh, which is weird at six six. But uh, they showed him uh, as he was watching game one of Net Celtics, and uh, like every, they were all just kind of having idle chit chat. But he was kind of watching the game still, and uh, he like his arms went up and he like cheered when he saw Tatum make the game winner. And yeah. uh, it's weird. It's like, crazy. Oh. It's crazy to me to think that like he's been playing basketball since basically the seventies. Basketball has been his life for like probably 50 some odd years now. Right. And he still fucking gets jazzed up about like a game that he's not even involved in that. He just, he just, it was watching uh, randomly to see what the result was. Type of a thing. That's That's kind of crazy. That's like uh, props to the players in that game and shit. And uh, and Tatum for hitting the shot. 
because that's how you know it was a hell of a game. Like if uh, because they always make fun of him for not watching the games, you know. <laughs> but when it's a stuff, good yeah. game, he's like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna. He was more on top of it than they were in in that clip. I uh, I got a chance to see it. Um, but yeah, um, props to that game. Because, uh, you know, they always joke about that he's watching the hockey playoffs. <laughs> like, he's, uh, he's like falling asleep or he's busy making bets on his phone and stuff because he still gambles a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, he's uh, he's had a hell of a story, like, for just a human being. Like, uh, he's a national treasure, that's for sure. Ernie Johnson's little, hey, Chuckster, did you, did you catch the score of the, the Memphis-Minnesota game? So- <laughs> Or, or let me tell you something. Did you see? Did you see Will Smith? He went up there. And he just slapped Chris Rock right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Stop talking about my wife." Stop talking about. <laughs> did you see that shit, Ernie? <laughs> <clears throat> man, yeah, that series, man. Um, that that was a that was an interesting, like almost opposite kind of emotional flow of um, like the. Bulls Buck series or the Suns Pelican series or even the Dallas Utah series. Like uh this one and one started with uh game one was so spicy that I think they achieved like maximum spice level. <laughs> like where where they became the number one shit to watch because it was like, oh shit, like this fun, man. You got uh Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards and D'Lo uh Russell out there and fucking uh going up against Ja and Jaron Jackson and fucking uh what's the name? Desmond Bain and fucking mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks. Um it's fun. Steven it's Adams. Yeah, Steven Adams, like uh it's a fun matchup. And game one was so competitive and Pat Bev out there giving his all. It's fun. Um, but then in game two, Memphis was like, the shit ain't going to be fun no more. And, <laughs> and it's spice levels are kind of like, ah, like it's a mild now, I feel. I know a mild. Damn, I can't deal with a mild anymore. I'm telling you, my tongue will not do mild. It just can't have it. It tastes too sweet to me. It's it's. I can taste all the tomatoes. Like, I don't want to taste all the tomatoes. So, like, throw some spice in there. Give me, give me a little, like, uh, like a little, a little excitement in my salsa. I can't just be taking a bite into a chip and filled with tomatoes. Hey, I yeah, can't do it. Out here. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to eat like mom's spaghetti or shit, you know? But like, nah. unless it's good. Honestly, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm all just going to puke it up anyways. There, you know what I'm saying? Holler at me about that spaghetti. <laughs> did you were you trying to hit on people's moms now like what, no, what was man, that i'm trying about? to oh, okay. i'm trying to get fed <laughs> oh true okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that spaghetti makes my knees weak um yeah you know yeah, yeah. can barely lift my arms <laughs> um, <laughs> is that because they're heavier yeah uh true i figured as much yeah, I don't know the Scoville. Yeah, the Scoville units uh, started out pretty high on the Memphis Minnesota series because mainly yeah. because of the way Minnesota mildly overreacted about their uh, their playing win. Which actually, I don't even mean to say that. I'm just I'm just saying that just to try to spice up. But I am very happy that they were excited. Yeah, about man, their, they deserve yeah, to celebrate. Let them that have shit. it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that franchise has had so much shit 
for like 30 some odd years. So yeah, let him, man. let him fucking go off. Uh, JJ Reddick had a good point when it's like, uh, we talk about how much these guys don't care. Like I uh, couldn't tell you as a basketball fan, how many times I've asked someone like, Hey man, like, do you like basketball? And they're like, man, them guys ain't even out there trying. They don't care. They make too much money. Like, nah. Like, and uh, so it's like, we got people criticizing them saying they don't care. Now you hear you have a team that cares so fucking much that they were tears shed that yeah. they, that they're going to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and then At you're the going to make seat. fun of them as well. You know, yeah. it's just like, they can't win. You know? Can't win. Yeah. It's, it's a double-edged sword. And like a, uh, the worst is when that guy, that Southern guy accent you were doing there, the worst is when they say like, I prefer the college game because those guys are playing like they actually care. And then yeah. literally the same answer is what you, that whole thing you just said basically is like, uh, yeah, no, the NBA guys care. Like I know they get paid a lot, but they do care. Like they do want to win. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and like you said, that city's been through a lot of shit and like, uh, that team hasn't had too many bright moments, man. So, like, let them have their little time. And guess what? You know, it, it was well-deserved because they're sitting here tied up in the series against a fucking very uh, formidable opponent, the the Memphis Grizzlies, who I think uh, probably has shocked them a little bit that they lost that first game. I don't think they thought that was going to go down like that. Uh, I feel like Pat Bev's, Pat Bev's energy alone can like will a team really fucking far. Um, to, this that passion that he has. I mean, I, I just mm-hmm. learned recently about his backstory, but uh, yeah, his his passion and his energy alone could definitely just drag any team oh, yeah. farther than they should. Yeah, go, they're a, they're a team that needed that too. Like their particular group of guys, I feel. Uh, they don't. They. I mean, every team needs a Pat Bev energy guy for like sure. That. Um, but yeah, man, game two, Memphis really held it down. Uh, I was watching, they made it, uh, they made it kind of boring, you know, saying like, whenever I see that, it's like, man, well, y'all are just better than them, you know? (laughs) Well, that's, uh, that's Memphis's thing though, right? Like they don't, they never, they've never been an exciting team. They just kind of win by. Yeah. Uh, doing a half court thing. Yeah. Although John Moran's pretty though, fucking exciting. Yeah, this yeah, group yeah. is different though. They they yeah. actually um they left all that shit and they actually play super fast and um they're fast and young and quick. And uh interesting thing about John Moran is like he missed a lot of games. Uh I think their record without him playing oh, this it's season, nuts. it's like 20 and three or some yeah, crazy it's ridiculous crazy. shit yeah. like that. <clears throat> uh so that's a strong fucking team, man. Cause uh, I was watching that game too. And John Morant was dominating and he's super fun to watch. Like, uh, because he's so little, everything he does, it looks, and his hair's always jiggling around. So everything <laughs> he does looks fucking incredible because he flies around and, uh, it's different being a little like six foot looking dude sky up for a dunk on somebody versus like, uh, Brooke Lopez, like putting it in bare on his tippy toes. You know, <laughs> he's got that D Rose quality. Like when D Rose first was in the league and was like, yeah. you know, lighting up Chicago. Yeah, he just he's a little he's a littler guy that like gets up there yeah. and just like has these aggressive, powerful dunks. Yeah, yeah, he's like I would say he's even smaller than D Rose. Like he looks he is, skinnier, yeah. you know. So when he gets up there and does that shit, it's like holy shit. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, man, they were pretty dominant, and um, we'll see, man. It's a seven game series, but they, I think they should, they should win that series. Uh, okay, give it to them pretty quickly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Minnesota's I'm kinda, plucky. I'm kind of giving my my who I think's gonna win off every single one. Oh, but that's like, good. Uh, yeah. But that's that's what I think about that one. And uh, then the you know last one we haven't spoken on is uh, Golden Nuggets. State Denver. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was kind of like eh. looks to be <laughs> over. Yeah, I mean, Golden State is uh, could easily. I, I wouldn't say they're a dark horse, but they if they made the finals, it wouldn't surprise me. So. Yeah, yeah, no, they're solid, and uh, I like what they have going on with, like, uh, it, it reminds me of, like, some, like, action movie type shit, except it's, like, <laughs> the fifth sequel. It's, like, fa- on some Fast and Furious type shit, <laughs> and you have, like, the regular <laughs> stars, and they're still awesome, you know, like, uh, Steph and Clay and Draymond. Vin Diesel. And, and, and yeah. even Iguodala is still there. Michelle um, Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, but then, hilariously, though, ironically, they're being, in my opinion, they're being carried by fucking Jordan Poole, man, who's only, like, 20, oh, 20 years old or however old he, he is. has to win most improved player. Absolutely yeah, has so to. so much yeah. fun to watch. Uh, he reminds me of... Uh, of Tyler hero on the heat, but like for them, except uh, <laughs> Tyler was kind of doing it all season. Jordan Poole really came into his own, like in the second half of the season started just cooking and never looked back. Now he looks like a little baby Steph Curry out there. Uh, he does. And so I like that whole vibe. It reminds me of like some action movie shit, you know, cause you got like the regular OG guys Still holding it down, but low key, there's like this new young gun on the scene that's like secretly they can't win without this man. <laughs> like, uh, probably right. Yeah, there's well, they have a lot of good young guns. I mean, uh, uh, Porter's good. Um, I really love Gary Payton the uh, the second as well. Yeah, um, that was a good find on their part. To great find. Yeah, and so I mean, they've got like I mean, that's why they're like I, I call them a dark horse just because they're third, but like. Um, I mean, they could, if they come out of the West, it's really not going to surprise me. They have the same big three, right? Draymond, Clay, and Steph. And then those yeah. young guys are just, are there and they're like focused and they're well coached. So yeah, I mean, if it, I mean, I, I, for, I mean, Boston, Golden State, like I'm really hoping that that's the that's finals the, right there. That's a so, realistic possibility. It's man. very like, realistic. Uh, yeah. I think with the Warriors, uh, like I was saying before we even started talking about it, this whole series feels kind of like, ah. And uh, I think it's because Denver is not as no strong as they should be, you know. Um, no Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jokic is awesome, but he's got to do way too much shit for them to be where they're at. And uh, right. the Warriors have a more complete deal going on. And uh, I also think that people forget that, like, the first, I don't know, like, third to maybe half of the season the Warriors look strong as fuck. Like, uh, they, they were, it was like them in Phoenix for like a whole minute there until Memphis kind of creeped up and, um, and the East kind of creeped up as the year went on. But, um, then they started slipping. So, but if we think back to how they started off, uh, they started off strong as fuck. 
So I think throwing Clay all of a sudden back into the mix kind of kind of messed him up a little bit. They had to kind of get around that. I think that's about when that dip happened. Yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah, and that makes so, sense. That makes yeah. sense because chemistry and stuff, and um, that it kind of reminds me of the the Heat season. Uh, they thought Oladipo was going to be healthy at like halfway through, and then they thought they were going to do something like what the Warriors did. And then you kind of take this hit because you're changing the the group, but it's for the greater good because now you got more more shit to work with when when mm-hmm. you get to the playoffs. Um, in Miami's case, sadly, uh, Oladipo, it took a little bit longer for him to come back, and by the time he came back, he only really had like three or four games where they tried to fold him in, and it just wasn't really working out good. And but it was like the last fucking week of the season. So uh, he didn't make the rotation and it's crazy because in his final game, he had 40 points, but uh, he's awesome, but it's just not, uh, it would have been better if they had more time to get used to having him. And uh, so he's kind of like a, in case of emergency, busting him out guy right now for Miami. It's a nice problem to have. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Whereas uh, you know, with Clay, he came back early enough in this in this season to give them enough time to take that dip, go through those kinks and work them out and uh now I think um they're dealing with a Steph injury. He's I think he's coming off the bench or at least he did uh he is, yeah. one of them yeah. games. Um so that's not good, but I I think once he's healthy, uh, they can they're ready to to really fuck some shit up and they would have to play uh, Memphis or Minnesota. And I think they are, they could do that. I, I think they could. Man, a golden state warriors, Phoenix finals uh, really sounds amazing right now. Actually. I just, I would love to see that. Yeah. The fireworks. The, that would just be amazing. Yeah. In the West, the West finals. Yeah. yeah that would be, mm-hmm. that would be fucking dope. And it was, just, we'll probably end up seeing that. Like, um, that's the way the bracket looks. Unless it's Memphis, like Chris Paul's last chance to like do something, you know, uh, Steph still is good. He's just going to not move from golden state. So like, man, that's just a, nobody's going to let up in that series. Yeah, that would be fucking dope. And maybe we'll be here on the Free Ballers podcast talking to y'all oh, about that shit. Be here. Unless, uh, I mean, I don't know. You, you, you can see our deaths if they're going to come up a lot sooner than 20 years. Yeah, uh, like you did you, earlier. You <laughs> one listener in 3042. Now, Blade Runners don't have feelings, man. They don't react to fuck you. Yeah, oh, wait, no, they do true. have feelings. Spoiler alert, they have feelings. Yeah, I could easily slip on a banana peel like shortly after recording this, and all it would take is a listener from like uh, this year to know. So, <laughs> let me are stop. you a bananas guy? Do you typically have like a, a whole bunch? So no, to speak, no, counter- I don't. Yeah. But when I do, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I make sure I, I treat the banana peel with res- the respect <laughs> it deserves. <laughs> Fair. Throw it right where it belongs. Yeah. Yeah. Played enough Mario Kart, seen enough Adam Sandler (laughs) movies to know uh, that shit will fuck you up. No, but for real though, I actually slipped on a banana peel one time, like in real life. Stop. I swear to God. And it made me laugh so hard because (laughs) it really was incredibly slippy and dangerous, man. (laughs) Because the, the part that touches the banana 
is yeah. real. It's still got some banana on it, you know? So it's like real slippery, but the part on the outside is real good to like grip onto you. <laughs> so like, uh, I had to just, I literally busted my ass and I had to laugh because I, I, I like, can't believe that. I'm like, is this a comic book or something? Like what's going on? Like <laughs> I just slipped on a banana peel in real life. Did, did you make this sound? It did actually. It was part of it. I was like, wow. Like, uh, yeah, it sounded like a slide whistle. Did you like slide into like um, the door of a haunted house? And then there was like a, a guy there with a monster mask on. You had to like uh, go back out the other, go back out the door. Yeah. But I had a banana sword and I had to take on an army of 400 banana zombie soldiers. Uh, and it was that's a nightmare. Uh, Honestly, uh, there's not a day that goes by that I don't reflect on that. It's just like a... Oh, yeah, so, so, so we got Toronto and Philly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, you know, it's looking like our second round matchups are probably going to be in the East, like Miami and Philly. And then uh, it's, it's really early to be saying this. But then uh, probably Boston and the Milwaukee. Mm. Both of those series right there are going to be juicy. Juicy. Just, juicy. Oh, juicy. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Then, uh, out in the West. Uh, who knows, really? Because the, the, both of them won series. Uh, the one bracket in the, in the West is one and one for both of them. Like, but uh, it's probably going to be the jazz in Phoenix, if I had to say, and then uh, you, then you got golden state and probably Memphis. It's uh, um the West is more difficult to predict. They're both difficult to predict. I just think that it's going to be one of the top four seeds coming out of the West and the East, basically. It's just how it yeah. has to be. Like there's none of, none of the bottom four have any chance really uh, in either conference. So, but I feel like, yeah, it's one of the top four seeds from each conference and it, yeah. you kind of go, you could kind of pick any one of them. And I would kind of believe that combination if you're this will be fun. Yeah. Cause we'll be able to look, we'll be able to look back on this and see mm -hmm. if, uh, if we knew what the fuck we was talking about. If we're still alive, I hope we share a hospital room because we both trip on a banana peel. Yeah, that would. Oh man, that was so sweet. That would be. That would be dope. <laughs> uh, I hope. I hope I slip on a banana peel into a good time. That would be <laughs> the ideal was, scenario. That was wise, man. That was really wise. That was James' wise man. Uh, <laughs> Come on. But yeah, with that, folks, I would like to say, what up, what up, what up, what But yeah, that's that right there, as Pitbull would say, playoffs. <laughs> it's a fucking playoffs, baby. I thought you were going to say Dale, because that's his big thing is Dale, when he just yeah. says that. Yeah. One of his other little known big things is just playoffs. playoffs. Oh, because he did the promos that one year. Yeah, he just kept saying playoffs like a <laughs> bunch of times. It was dope. Million yeah. dollars. Million, millions of dollars. At. That's where yeah. we're at. It's the playoffs, baby. Mr. Worldwide. I just <laughs> I just wanted free healthcare and I got NBA playoffs. Yeah, for real. 
seriously. But yeah, any any last words you wanna you wanna send out to the populace, to the I to the listeners. I want to say prayers up, uh, bless up the de- defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Uh, oh man, we got to talk about that next episode because we should. Yeah, 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 a little preview there. Yeah, because yeah. that's important. Can't believe we um, left that out. It's uh, I can't believe I didn't. We could do happen, we so. could do a whole juicy defensive player of the year talk. Or we could get all in that ass. Don't worry. Don't we worry, could dig. Uh, we could dig a little bit. Like that's yeah. That's, there's history that's, there. It's a good one. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll plumb that one for some oil. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't even know what that means. Actually, I don't. I don't know what you mean. But what's the name? I have. There will be blood on the mine. That movie. What's the thing that goes into the into the ground to dig uh, up? Are you? It's is, is, oil. It, is it plumb. plumb with a B? It probably yeah, is. That's yeah. what I was thinking. It's yeah, not plumb like, like a fruit. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. We'll get all up in that ass for some oil. <laughs> <laughs> the direct quote from the film, I believe. <laughs> believe. Believe me when I say we're gonna get all up in that ass for some oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daniel Day Lewis, just hand this man another Oscar, please. For real. <laughs> and he was all, "Let's go, let's go." Oh man, I have that has not gotten old yet. I have to say, nah, man. Much to the dismay of everyone around me, uh, <laughs> I can't I can't stop with the shit. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say, let's go to the listeners, playoffs, whatever fan, whatever team you're a fan of, uh, whether or not we disparaged y'all, let's go. <laughs> you know, I don't care about you right now. Uh, you can just just stay quiet. Uh, please uh, keep listening to the podcast, but just stay quiet. So we, nobody wants to hear from you right now at all. It's a real positive note to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can you just play? Can you one of these days just play the sound of like a Super Mario World where like the you first click on the level and it goes, beep. Like that's oh, hell yeah. Can you end this episode with that sound effect? <laughs>